0: Welcome to the Feminine Principle podcast, supporting women to let go of the ghosts from their past by exploring the hidden side of their female psyche with shamanic shadow work for women with your host, Nicola Lucy. In today's episode of the Feminine Principle podcast, I'm exploring one of the great tools of shadow work and that is our dream time. And so I really love working with my dreams and I really love working with the dreams of my clients. And I think always been a vivid dreamer, it wasn't until I started to understand how to interpret them and how to work with them in a way which helped me to understand my own experience through those dreams that I was able to then understand how can help us tap into the hidden aspects of our female psyche. And so obviously we dream when we are fast asleep, we're in the darkness, we're in that space within us which there is no connection to the outside, it's the moment when our ego is fast asleep and therefore it's not being overstimulated by our day to day life and it's also the time in which our bodies are going through rest and recuperation, they're restoring themselves ready to start the day day after. And so entering into this dark space within us, we are already entering into that hidden side of our psyche. We're already entering into the shadow side. However, learning how to interpret our dreams can be a bit tricky. Because what happens is that we fall into something called Google Syndrome. And I really like this term because, you know, we all do it. We all... We all have this addiction to Google syndrome. And so when we have a dream and it's quite vivid and we want to find out what it means to us, we'll turn to Google and we will ask, you know, what does this dream mean? But what we don't realise is that in that moment, we're actually giving our power away. We're giving our power away to expect somebody else to interpret that direct revelation that came through our dream time. And we're also expecting that person to know what it is that we're going through on in our daily lives, in our relationships. And so this can be quite tricky to navigate because obviously it's become an addiction. We automatically turn to help um, from somebody else, from the external, to help us understand something deeper about the self. And so giving our power away like this, what we're ultimately saying is that I don't know how to interpret this dream. It doesn't make any sense. And that is one of the greatest myths that we need to really break through now. Because with the right questions and the right understanding, we can use that dream time and start tapping into it. And understanding how we can interpret it in regards to what is going on on our inside in regards to the dream, as a reflection of what is going on in our reality. And so one of the ways in which we can first start to begin to work with our dreams, and one of the things I always recommend to my clients when we begin our nine-month journey together, is to start a dream journal. And a dream journal is really quite powerful because over time it will give us a map of our internal world. It will give us a map of what is hidden in our female psyche, which then we can look at to see what still needs resolution, which is asking for us during our dream time to actually pay attention to what needs resolution. And so with our dreams, more often than not, is that we can have these dreams that feel like they're just pure nonsense. They don't make sense. They're absolutely weird and wacky. And therefore, how can we possibly interpret something which feels like something so crazy? However, every single aspect of a dream that we can remember has some revelation. It has a pointer telling us, showing us where we need to look. And so one of the things about having these weird and wacky dreams that, seem to, that don't seem to make any sense at all is that we automatically judge the self. We are judging that dream based on our perception of how other people would would think about that dream. And therefore, again, we are giving our power away. We are not accepting our own experience and how our dream time is communicating to us through that time of the night. And so starting a dream journal can really begin to open us up. And so the way in which we work with our dreams is that in the morning, when you're first feeling yourself stirring out of sleep, is to gently lie there as still as possible while your eyes are still closed and try to capture as much of the dream as you can remember. Now, sometimes the dream might be so vivid that you can remember every single aspect of it as if it was part of your waking life. Other times, you may just get little snippets. And even the snippets make as much of the story as the most vivid dream. And so we capture, while we're still in that space between um, sleep and awake, we lie there and we capture as much as we can about the dream. It might just be a word, it might just be a feeling, or a vision, or a sensation, or a colour or a sound, but whatever it is, we're just trying to capture it there. And then when we felt that we've caught enough, we immediately try to make a note of it. And so the way in which we can make a note of our dreams is to either write them down, uh, put pen to paper and write them down in a physical journal, or we can just pick up our phones and take a voice memo, or we can write a digital note, for example. And we just capture whatever we can. What's most important is also to capture how the dream made us feel. Because our emotions and our feelings, and whether we're awake or whether we're asleep, are all part of what is hidden in our psyche. And so capturing how we feel, whatever it is, will also help us to understand what it is that's seeking resolution from the depths of our hidden unconscious. So once we've made a note of them, we can then start to interpret them. And so over time, what we'll see is a pattern emerging. And so just like when we work with our triggers, for example, in our external world and what's triggering us, we can work with the same energy within our dreams. So over time, they will create a pattern. So for example, we might have a, 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 it might be a recurring dream. Um, it might be that we're on the same train or in the same house or in the same car over and over again, but the environment might change. But the actual thread of the dream of being um, in a car or on a train or in a home or however that reveals itself to you is showing a pattern. And then also the emotions that we feel. So if we're regularly waking up from a dream and we feel maybe rage or jealousy, or we might be feeling a little bit lonely or sad or depressed, or even full of anxiety, you know, that is showing us an, an emotion that is very present within our bodies, And that emotion is actually showing us something that is unresolved within the self. It's masking or it's presenting itself as a wound or a trauma or an aspect of our conditioning that is making us feel anxious. And so all these little snippets of our dreams are actually showing us a bigger picture. What we can then start to do is to look at the dreams and so, what is the content? What is revealing itself? Who are the people, the places, the events which are presenting themselves? And so, just to give you an example, um, you know, one of the things that I've been working on in my day to day life over the past, well, <laughs> many years, um, is finding a home. And so, always living in Airbnbs at the moment. And what I experienced is that um, we've been living in a very damp and humid apartment. And because of COVID and everything else, it wasn't so easy to move. And then we couldn't find a place to live. Anyway, this apartment was causing me a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. And this was coming through in my dream time. Because the present, the, uh, the emotion that was continuously present was this anxiety and this stress and this worry of not finding a place and having to live in these damp and humid conditions, which were obviously having a negative effect on my body. And then after a full week last week of searching around to the moment we came out of semi-lockdown, what happened was that on the Thursday, I had a dream. And the dream was about fire. And I can't remember anything else about the dream, but there was just this fire. Anyway, when I woke up the next day, even though I'd slept well, I felt extremely groggy and I felt really heavy in my head, like my head was full of clouds. Getting in the shower, <laughs> and so this is this story actually has a, revel, a relevance as to how we could connect, how everything is connected. Um, but carrying on with the story, I got in the shower, and the shower broke. It came off, and it hit me on the head. And I was so furious, absolutely furious. It was like the last straw of me living in this awful apartment. And I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm really done with this now. And we need to move out. I really need to get out of this house because everything's falling apart. I'm not happy here. I'm not comfortable here. It's driving me nuts. Anyway, um, within an hour, we'd actually found a new apartment. And actually, this apartment is probably the best apartment that we've actually stayed in for the past two years. And so it's a real godsend. However, at the same time, What I realized was that dream. I went back to that dream and the dream of the fire. What I needed was fire energy. That's what I saw in the fire, was that I'd become so heavy with this energy that I was living in, of my environment, that I needed the fire energy to transform myself into action to be assertive and to use the anger from the shower dropping on my head into moving me forward. And that really helped me really focus myself and drive, drive my own shit forward. And we did, Um, you know, we found an apartment within the space of an hour. And then obviously looking at my birth chart, because I follow the, I follow the moon and I follow what's going up on this, in the sky, because astrology is equally a very important tool for shadow work. And so that's a whole other podcast episode. However, when I looked at my birth chart and I saw that the moon had actually moved into Sagittarius and Sagittarius is fire energy. And so it really helped me to understand how that fire energy that came through in the dream that was also happening in the sky with the moon moving into Sagittarius, and then my own drive, my own will, my own force to get things moving and transform my living circumstances had to come from the inside first. I needed that fire energy, and that's what my dream was showing me. I needed that fire energy to help me to take action, to move forward, to get out and transform my external circumstances. And that's exactly what happened. And so that dream and the anxiety that I was experiencing helped me to understand what needed resolution on the inside first before I could take action on the external. And this also shows us how everything is always connected. We might think that it's a series of unconnected events going on in our lives, but actually we're always manifesting our reality in regards to what's going on on the inside. It's our unconscious that is manifesting our reality. And until we make the unconscious conscious, as Carl Jung used to say, then we will keep repeating the same patterns over and over again. And so by me being able to tap into and utilize that fire energy, I was then able to make those necessary changes in my life. And so this is just giving you an example of how powerful our dreams are when we learn to tap into them. And so what might seem weird and wacky and full of nonsense to somebody else actually makes so much sense to me. And this is where we learn how to interpret our own dreams. Nothing is weird or wacky or or full of nonsense because it's our direct experience. And therefore, when we start to learn how to trust our direct experience and what our dream time is showing us, it really helps us to bring in that core aspect of trust and not coming to it from a place of judgment where we are continuously judging our experiences and our thoughts and our feelings and our behaviors but we're able to trust in what those thoughts those feelings those behaviors and our dreams are actually telling us and that is power is really quite priceless this is the formation of our personal power is learning how to trust in our experience and accept what we are experiencing at any given moment, whether that is in our day-to-day life or whether that is when we are fast asleep in our dream time, but learning how to trust those messages which are coming through. And the more in which we develop this trust of the self rather than from the judgment space, we're able to then take that trust and create more action in changing what needs to be changed in our world, what needs to be changed in our lives and in our relationships. And so our dream time is really showing us where we need to pay attention, where we need to bring more attention and awareness into what our dreams are showing us. And when we're able to do that, we do create that internal map. We're able to take that map then and look at everything that is going on in our world, in our life, in our relationships and bring and bridge them together so that we are tapping into the inside first as a reflection of what's going on on the outside and vice versa, because the two are deeply connected We will always be manifesting on the inside what is missing or what needs to be done on the outside. And so when we learn this tool, and it really is just a tool, and it's a tool that we all have access to. It's not some well-kept secret that only practitioners can dive into. It's something that we all have access to, and it's just about learning how to pay attention, awareness, and to let go of the judgment and to trust in what we are experiencing. And so working with my clients, you know, and they're starting their dream journal, obviously it takes a moment to grasp the concept of dreams. And it takes a moment to grasp the concept of working with our dreams as a tool for shadow work and to explore what is hidden in our female psyche. So what I always suggest to my clients when they've started the dream journal is to look at the dream. You know, what do you see in the dream? How does that dream make you feel? How does that dream reflect, whether it's through feeling or through what you see, as to what is going on in your life and in your relationships? And there will always be a correlation but inviting my clients to interpret the dream from, by asking themselves these questions helps them to start working intuitively with their inner cosmos. Helps them to start tapping into the hidden side of their female psyche. And this is actually really empowering. It's empowering for me to witness as a practitioner because I don't know how to interpret their dreams. Their dreams are their own experience. However, by allowing the client to then share their dreams, no matter how weird or wacky or full of nonsense and stupid they may feel, there will always be that thread that links them all. And this is also quite powerful because oftentimes the things that we don't want to share are often the things which, we, which hold the biggest clues the biggest clues to what we need to access now. And so when my clients share their dreams with me, for example, and we'll be, they'll be talking to me about their dreams, and you can feel that judgment and that perception of not wanting to be perceived as somebody that kind of, you know, is having these weird and wacky dreams and to be judged. But by being able to share those dreams with me, And then being able to look at those dreams side by side, I might see a thread going through them. Just a simple thread, and it's not an interpretation, but it's just a simple thread. Oh, this person has been present in all of your dreams. Or this energy has been present in all of your dreams. What does that mean to you? And suddenly, they will have that light bulb moment. Like, oh my God, I didn't see that. And that's so often the case, you know, we we don't often see what is right under our noses. But by just having that simple thread being pointed out to us, they can then interpret that, that what that thread means to them. I don't know what it means to them. I don't know what your dreams mean to you. I know what my dreams mean to me. However, By having that light bulb moment and being able to tap into their intuitive side and learn from their own direct experience, that is when they really start to shift their internal world. They really start to shift through some of their deepest patterns because they're able to see things in a very different way. So something that has been so abstract for so long and full of all of the repetitive cycles and um, suffering that that particular pattern has enveloped them in, suddenly they're able to have their own epiphanies. And that is absolutely priceless because they're doing their own inner work. They're no longer afraid to see their dreams as an aspect of their deeper selves communicating with them. And that's really all our dreams are. Is the deeper aspects of our self, of our soul, of our hearts, of our dreams and our desires, and, and our wounds and traumas and conditioning communicating to us when our ego is fast asleep? And so that's how the map is created, that's how the journal is created, that's how trust in the self is created by learning and understanding from our direct experience. And so, ladies. I invite you to um, start a dream journal. Have a look at your dreams. Start tracking how they, how they make you feel. Start tracking what you see in those dreams and what the correlations are. You know, if something happens in a dream where it's just a one-off, then it's just a one-off. But if there is a recurring aspect, no matter how minute it is, that is a pattern. And when there's a pattern... There's a wound or a trauma or a conditioning or a gift or a strength that needs to come through that can help you move beyond the limitation of your own psyche and the limitations that that is creating for you in your personal and your professional life. Once you learn how to break through those limitations, the world really is your oyster. And so another aspect of dream time and something which, you know, I absolutely love are nightmares. You know, we've all woken up in the middle of the night in absolute panic and fear. But a nightmare can be so scary because they are scary. Those emotions that we feel from a nightmare are very, very real. But nightmares are like the monster in the cupboard. It's like the demon under the bed that comes out to shake us out of our complacency. It's like somebody coming from the depths of our darkness and grabbing hold of us and shaking us so that we are starting to pay attention. And so afterwards, you know, when we have a nightmare, for example, if we can just calm the self enough, and it can be quite tricky because there's a lot of fear about going back into the nightmare... However, if we just calm our nervous system down, you know, just holding our hearts, just touching that part of our chest where our heart is held and just, you know, just nourishing the self. It's okay, it's okay, I'm here, I'm in bed, I'm in my room. Let's just feel into this. Let's just explore this a little bit more and again, start to take any notes that we can. The, The nightmare will show us something so deep and so profound, because it's helping us to work with our fear. When we learn how to work with our fear that is coming through our dream time, again, we start to understand how fear is not a dead end. It's not a place of no return, but actually becomes a gateway to something deeper about ourselves that we haven't dared to explore before. And in that is power. That's our personal power of being able to step into fear from a very different place. Knowing that we are safe. We are in our beds. We are in our rooms. We are next to our loved ones. Our loved ones are in another room or whatever it is. But we are safe. And therefore we are safe to just gently look into it. And believe me, the more that we can tap into our nightmares, the more that we're going to reveal about what's really hidden in the depths of our female psyche. And so ladies, yes, explore your dreams. I invite you to use this potent magic that is within you and that wants to communicate to you, whether that be it every single night, whether that be around a particular moon cycle, whether that be around a particular day of the week or around a particular time of the month but our dreams will always be showing us where we need to pay attention and where we need to go and look for those jewels that are hidden beneath anything that is looking for resolution are you ready to break free from the ghosts of your past to live with more freedom and a clear sense of purpose and inner confidence If so, book a chat with me to explore the potent magic of one-to-one shadow walking sessions at thefeminineprinciple.com.